Wait, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. Did, did you just say zombie bowling? <gasps> yeah, so we did zombie bowling. Uh, I think it was episode 24. We got our guests to drive any car they chose um, off a jump. And we had zombies on a platform that were all lined up and they would knock down as many as they could. <laughs> Stay the Survival Podcast, bringing you survival game news. Hello and welcome everyone to the State of Survival Podcast. This week we are going to be talking with a very special person, our very first guest ever to be on the podcast. But before we get too deep into that, we're also going to be talking about 1.22 later on, possibly. And let's go ahead and check out our staff. So, Yarl of Goats, how have you been lately, man? I have been great. I got my transmission fixed in my truck. I got the oil leak fixed in my sedan. My Jeep's able to take a break. And we went out yesterday and got my daughter a Jeep. So, other than the wallet hurting, everything's wonderful. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to this week because our Chat vs. Streamer nights are coming up. We're definitely going to be doing some Chat vs. Streamer DayZ and Fallout. And uh, to add to the mix, I've got Bean Boozled Fire Edition. And I cannot eat spicy stuff. So uh, I cry like a little baby. So it'll be great. That sounds absolutely amazing. And Red, what about yourself? What you been going on nowadays? Oh, busy, busy. Uh, on top of uh, the new job that I mentioned last show, um, I am also working on some commission work on some vehicles. Uh, been helping out a few people with uh, their mods and some more advanced scripting. Um, working on the potential for maybe a Red Falcon gaming game host. Uh, solution uh, that would be starting out in the western United States but uh, trying to do some reasonable hosting uh, in a controlled environment that I can make sure you don't get you know, crappy service like with some of the other shared hosting providers um, so we'll see how that goes and that's, that's about it that sounds awesome I'm, I'm very excited and folks in my neck of the woods I've just been busy putting my head down on the podcast doing work behind the scenes and actually, that brings up our very own uh, gentleman that we have here today. Now, folks, I would like to let you folks know that we have our very first guest here, which is an amazing person. He is very, very well known in the Xbox community for his spotlights, his server reviews, and overall just his amazing and efforts towards the Xbox community, Xbox community as a whole. Now, I have to, and am very proud to say, the Greedy Peasant is our very first guest on the State of Survival podcast. And what a guest do we have. Greedy, how have you been doing, man? How have you been doing? We have been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having me on the show. Awesome. That is very awesome. Well, let's go ahead and get into your guest segment. Let's go ahead and talk about you. So, Greedy, you are very well known in the Xbox community, not only just for your efforts in helping the community out with their server stuff and spotlighting the podcast and pretty much you do almost everything, but you're also really well known for your personality and just who you are as a person on stream. And it's really cool to actually be able to just talk to you one-on-one -on, -one on our podcast because you yourself run an Xbox podcast for Daisy itself, which is amazingly awesome. 
Cheers, cheers. Thank you very much. Yes, we run the the, the peasant podcast, the in-game on server uh, podcast for DayZ Console. Um, it was one of the unique podcasts that got around. We basically load into a server, um, get a whole bunch of guests, uh, whether it be streamers, uh, community coders, uh, owners, uh, even players. And we sit down and we talk about uh, relevant information compared to what they want. So if it's about an owner, we talk about what ownership's like. If it's about a coder, their experience, and even a player, how they feel about the, uh, the game itself. So we're on episode 29 this week. So it's been going strong. It's been going good. I've uh, got a fantastic co-hosts. Um, they deserve, you know, a lot of the credit. They're the guys who work behind the scenes. Um, they're the ones, you know, prepping the guests before, I mean, myself jump in. Um, yeah, ADKQ and Smiley's Got a Gun, you know, they're absolute legends. As amazing I think my, my, my favorite thing about this podcast. Oh. Oh, uh, we got our first comment from Darkwing who says, wait, former Skinwalker? Uh, okay, so we're already dying back to then. So, uh, <laughs> my journey in DayZ starts as uh, finding the game on the store, but previous to that, seeing it on YouTube uh, and and wanting that experience in survival games. I played Seven Days to Die, Minecraft, anything survival I got my hands on, I dived into. Uh, I played with my uh, brother and my wife. Uh, for a little while, they sort of faded off, and then uh, an old friend of mine um, from PUBG was starting a crew or a faction called the Skinwalkers, and then began the journey of factions on one of the roughest games on console at the very beginnings. So, um, yeah, the Skinwalkers were born. We battled multiple factions. Um, Caused a lot of dramas on Facebook, caused a lot of toxicity, <laughs> um, was involved in the early days of um, God Tent Duping, um, where even the devs had to step in and wipe official servers due to how bad it was. Um, yeah, so probably the best, probably the best 18 months of my life in gaming. Uh, met some very good friends. Still, uh, still talk to these friends to these days, even though they don't play DayZ. Uh, they're like family. Um, but yeah, grew up a little bit off DayZ and started getting in, into communities and left the Skinwalkers behind. But occasionally you get to see it come out when I stream and <laughs> get a bit rough and grab a freshie and torture him. The old, the old DayZ tricks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> reminiscing, <that>. right? <laughs> No, my favorite thing about the podcast, if you guys haven't seen it yet, I definitely recommend you check it out because it literally is a campsite, campfire podcast. Everybody's sitting around in game in a scene. And in the latest episode, you can actually see them sitting around a campfire and then they even have a little shooting contest. So it's a phenomenal podcast. And if you haven't checked it out, definitely look up The Greedy Peasant on YouTube. Yeah, you will not regret it. It was, it was inspired by... Uh, it's, it's a community that we put together, uh, probably about two years ago, the console cult. 
and it was just a group of streamers that were <laughs> got together, which and a few just players, and we would go on these journeys. And as you do, you pull up, you have a campfire, and you have story time. And someone would just talk and talk, you know, make us all laugh and carry on. And that was the inspiration for having the podcast like that, because it's like being in game and the, the audience can come in and it's like sitting around the campfire with your buddies in game, having a chat, just having a talk, mucking around. And then uh, we like to test uh, our guests with different halftime shows. So whether it be zombie bowling or the shootouts or... <laughs> Uh, we did Tower Defense uh, the week before. You know, anything that's uh, a little bit different to DayZ, but to really test our guest skills. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. Did, did you just say zombie bowling? Yeah, so we did zombie bowling. Uh, I think it was episode 24. We got our guests to drive any car they chose um, off a jump. And we had zombies on a platform that were all lined up and they would knock down as many as they could. <laughs> um, I mean, cahoots to you, because that's ingenious and absolutely hilarious to hear about. What's the it, highest it, record? I, 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 I bet you guys keep record. Who's ever got the highest uh, I think it's still up here. So the most hits they got was seven. Um, and that was by, I believe, the owner of the Wasteland servers. So, which was shared. So, yeah, that was pretty hectic. It was good fun. Uh, we like to change it up every week. Um, just something new. You know, coding is just like um, SimCity. You just slap some things down, an easy jump, find a nice thing. You can make small things into, you know, some absolutely wicked events. Awesome. So awesome. I, I love that kind of stuff because it, like, like you said, it really breaks everything up. It kind of makes it you know people settle back down be so less serious now yeah, we're on the topic of your podcast who uh who helps you run it you did mention a couple names there so i've got two co-hosts um i've got actually three people who really run it so um me being the host i organize all the all, all the rundown and the, and the and the stuff uh i have two co-hosts smiley's got a gun adkq so they come in and do their co-host takeover. Uh, Smiley does a lot of outsourcing and finding our guests in the community. Um, uh, Q does a lot of um, when the guests come into the server, he'll help them get um, their gear ready because we have cars in the background full of gear. Uh, we have guns on the server because at the end of every show is a death match. Uh, the, the host will kill the guests, the guests will kill the hosts. It's just something that we do at the end. Um, so he helps them out. He sets up the fires and sets the scenes um, and just feeds everybody. Um, so, yeah. And the, 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 the other person that's on the scale is our moderator, uh, Queen Peasant. Um, she's my wife. She sits in the chats and helps um, keep the chat running because we're so involved with the podcast. Sometimes it's very hard to be able to get chat involved. Um, so she'll keep a lot of the questions. She does a lot of the facts. So when, when something's brought up, she'll dig around in YouTube or Google and find out the facts. So yeah, it's a little team. Um, we put our stuff together and you know, it, it works well. It's very good. That was awesome to hear. That was very awesome to hear. I, I like all that. Uh, it's good that you have a team in the background willing to help you and also the ones in the, the front of the house. It's a it's a it's a good show overall. I enjoy it. 
Um, I've only watched, you know, probably like 10, 15 episodes, you know, just a couple. Uh, but overall, I like it. Um, but, you know, it is interesting. I would like to get back to a little bit more about yourself. When did you decide to pick up Daisy overall? Like, what update did you decide that it was your time to come to Daisy? I was two weeks in the preview. So, on console, I think that was uh, 0.62, which was what they were running on preview. So, very, very basic, very, very glitchy. Um, yeah, so I picked it up very early and, you know, I fell in love with it. It was, it's Survival 101. You can do whatever you want. Um, I spent most of my time out in the out in the west, out in the uh, Zelengork, right up to Tizzy, because no one went out there in official days. Everyone was running the coast, shooting each other, um, and I had no idea what was going on. You know, it's you know the Daisy fifty uh, deaths before you realise what's going on. Um, so I did the scampers out, um, did a lot of the west, and you know uh, I played a lot with my wife, so it was more. You know, we were discovering it together, uh, playing on separate Xboxes, um, learning the game ourselves. So, yeah, right from the beginning, right from the beginning. For, nice, for console nice, nice. anyway, for console anyway. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, uh, speaking about all that kind of stuff, it sounds like you played almost the demo version that was put onto Xbox, right? First? Yeah, yeah, preview was a... Uh... Uh, it wasn't a demo. It was more we, we paid for it, but it was it was buggy. The cars didn't work. It was it would it would glitch you all the time, kick you out. Um, there was a lot of duping involved. There was a lot of hacking. Not more hacking, more like duping, item glitching, server crashing, base. Uh, you know, logging into one server, finding position, going into another server, going back to that server and just logging into bases because there was no. There was only gateway. Yeah, it was very, very, <laughs> it was very rough. And I think that's why it merged into that faction orientated, duping God tents. Because we used to get on with the guys, run 15 deep on the coast, grabbing freshies on our way down. We'd either recruit them or um, execute them in various styles. But it was just, you know, that's how we played the game. We were 15 people running on the coast of DayZ. Like, imagine that, you know, these days it's pretty hectic when you see that sort of thing. So it was great fun. Absolutely legendary fun. That was very awesome. That was very awesome. You know, I, I love hearing about that kind of stuff because, like, what I know console has its own, like, intro video. What was it like seeing that for the first time where the guy's washed up on the beach and he pull, picks up the radio, hears the radio and stuff? Was that a really cool feature, something that really excited you, or what? Yeah, well, their, their initial, um, you know, lore run, especially for for me, I didn't know much about Daisy and its lore until, I mean, later on when they started bringing in... Um, the the yellow king and stuff so um all that sort of side of it was yeah not much not much known to me oh, yeah. looks like uh, we have a question there yarl 
Yes, um, Shonatron says, question for Greedy. Do you find there is any advantages for PC players versus Xbox? Um. Well, I, I find there's a lot of lot of stuff on PC, DayZ versus Xbox. Um, I found the birthing of a PC, uh, sorry, the Xbox community has been a real rough one. I think with all the glitches and all the stuff, it's really deter determined the population. So when you're on PC, you're going to gain a lot more people and a lot more volume of people. Um, Xbox, the community I find is a lot more tighter. Um, my Discord um, has 150 servers advertised at any one time. Uh, multiple um, server brands. Uh, we have one chat, one chat with over a hundred owners in it. There's coders in there. There's there's a lot of people in there, um, and there's no fighting. There's no blue in. There's no there's no arguments. There's no upgrade time and update time is probably one of the best things that I love to see because. My new owners who have just started get educated by the old owners and the and the coders that have been in the community, and you know, update time. We all we all know in Xbox, it's like okay, well, third hot fix, it should be good. Um, so this is what you're going to have to prepare for. You know, it's going to be stressful times. Your server might do this, your server might do that. Last update we had um, JSON files duping, so three frame rates per um on your screen as you walked into the trader so pc has that advantage of having the player population but i don't think there's that much um there's a bit more community spirit in in the xbox world that's awesome yeah i noticed that, that uh in in your last uh podcast you you brought that up as well uh you know where it's like hey where did you start with daisy and there's a surprisingly a lot of people who started on pc who are now playing xbox versus the traditional starting on console and then going to pc and i i found it so interesting because when you guys were discussing it it kind of hinted to the fact that a lot of the people who come to play the console version of daisy they're there because it's a different environment, not because they don't have it on PC. So it's it's kind of interesting to see yeah. that community. We also see a lot of people, I, I see a lot of people going, doing that merge, following that path where you go, you get on the console, it's because console's affordable, console's, you know, you can get on a decent server, you get on, if you get in your region, especially in the US, the US probably have the biggest uh, community on console when it comes to DayZ. So if you're in the US, you can grab a, a close range server that's semi high pop unofficial in your time zone and have a crack. Um, but you can't get all the bells and whistles that PC have. And I'm not just talking like bells and whistles. We've still got towers and walls for bases. Like if we could have what PC has on bases, it may be a change, but you can see the progression to PC and then the PC world is a little bit more different when it comes to their communities. So what happens is, is they go to PC for a little while and come back for their community, not as much as the game. So yeah, that's probably, that's, that's probably the difference between that, that 
merge between Xbox to PC and then back again. I don't think it's more of a progression now to you go from console to PC, you can settle at either home and still get the same survival run. You just can't get all that, all that, that quality that you guys have. All those things that these coders are, are building um, that improve the game, not just overdo it. Like the dinosaurs and stuff, I'm not interested. You know, the devils and all that. I still love the core of the game, but you know, there's the base building mods, there's the gun racks, there's the the things that can really make you know role play can make it can make your survival a thousand times more enjoyable and authentic. Yeah. And you're definitely right. I, I totally agree on that. We are here for the community, and we build our community as we play. So I can totally see why people who go from Xbox to PC eventually come back to Xbox, because that's where you build your community. And we all know some of the best games out there is more about how the community is working and less about how good the game is. Mm. You know, because um, like I still play a game that has been dead forever or like stop development but it's still up because the community still loves and enjoys the game um i think it's uh ashcron's call that one <laughs> no i i feel the same because i i play on a uh, star wars galaxy servers uh star wars galaxies was an mmo that released before world of warcraft and was shut down but what i love about it is you can go find those communities who are fostering the original servers before Sony changed everything. And it's so refreshing. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Oh, uh, we got a thing from Always Dream says, the consoles have an incredible community. Why, yes, they <laughs> do. And we can see it right here in this gentleman right here. I said right here twice, by the way, that was weird. Um, <laughs> but, no, I agree 100%. Yeah, Life is Feudal is an awesome game, and Neverwinter Nights is another one. I just uh, love all that stuff. Hey, but, did you say Neverwinter Nights? Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, a guy so, in chat called Shantron9000 said so. Neverwinter Nights was a game I started on PC from. I used to play Higher Ground, which is a community server way back in, oh, it must have been just flickering over the 2000s. Yeah, I, I freaking love it. I love the community, and what I love most is you you touched on roleplay. A lot of people, when they think Xbox, and this is just from a PC gamer standpoint, they think no mics or bad mics, and they're not expecting much. They're expecting a lot of casual players, but when I play on Console DayZ, one of my favorite things to do is I go into non-RP servers, and I force the people I run into to roleplay, and yep. it's so much more fun on the Xbox because you'll get people who feed that back to you a lot more, whereas on PC, they might be like, oh, this is hilarious, ha ha ha, do you stream? But whereas in the Xbox, it's more <laughs> reciprocated RP, and it's like yeah, really solid, really solid. And you can get, I've even had singing bouts with people where, you know, you hear, hear one person just, just singing a tune, and then a second person just starts to join in, and you get a third person start joining in, and so I join in, and, you know, by the end of it, everyone's just having a laugh and a good time. But, yeah, you're right. You can go into some servers and start to play any character you want with uh, the RP site and people will respond to it. They'll join in and, and get into it or they'll do what they do on DayZ and they'll just come kill you. So yep. either way. <laughs> oh, man. But 
you know, it's interesting we're speaking about communities because you gave us a little bit of a, you know, questionnaire we gave you and the showcase we gave you. Talked a little bit about your previous history before Daisy. Minecraft and Seven Days to Die were games that you avidly and loved to play with your uh, significant other and yep. stuff. What made you choose to submit yourself in DayZ versus staying with those communities or building yourself up in those communities? Okay, so Minecraft has, hasn't left. <laughs> um, the wife still is still an absolute adamant fan, so occasionally well for a while there i was just getting dry uh, dra uh dragged onto the so her server to dig i was her slave <laughs> in the mine and she would the manual labor huh that's that's it so when we used to play she, i would do all the groundwork and strip mine and she would do the building on top so when i merged <laughs> to streaming and daisy she lost a miner so occasionally i get i'd be like oh i'm running out of blocks I re all right i'll get on and she'd supply me all the tools but I mean, these days, once a week, we sit down and we play a server and get into that. But Seven Days to Die, we moved off Minecraft and was absolutely, absolutely delved into Seven Days to Die. It was the first one that we jump on the YouTube when the, when the update information would come out or we'd be, you know, it'd be the same time every month and we'd sit down and watch it and, you know, watch its progression and then the drama between Telltale Games having the rights, them, I think, foreclosing and could no longer support the brand. Uh, the game, uh, I think it's Dice that do it. I haven't done it for like five or six years, but their actual owner of Seven Days to Die didn't want to do console anymore. So we were stuck with a game that would, at some points, you would re, uh, turn the game on or it would crash and you would go back in and a block or a chunk would be reset. Usually right oh. in the heart of your base. So it was called, I think, an M64 glitch. And we knew a way around it, but after that sort of started happening and they said they weren't going to update anymore, we were done. Uh, we were like we were devoed and we were done and i was just like oh, i'm not doing any more gaming anymore like that's that's pretty much done and dusted for me and then of now, course daisy came out <laughs> now, i would like to point out something to you you did mention in your tell us about yourself that your wife doesn't really like to play daisy as you know like kill on sight anymore but did you know that on pc there's a mod that makes minecraft daisy don't tell her that then she's still on my whole setup. <laughs> this is Greedy's well, little office. Edit, this is my only chamber in my house, and you're going to tell her that? <laughs> Don't worry, Greedy. We'll cut it out post-edit, okay? Right? <laughs> That's it. We've got a question here from Shonatron. Question for Greedy. What direction would you like to see the console Daisy to go, or what improvements are in dire need? Um. So... First of all, I'd like to see experimental service for console users. For the only fact it needs to be able to be testing your server before it goes live. Give us an, a, an experimental server that I can hire for two slots, three slots, I don't care if it's ten slots. I don't care if it's one server and we all have to share. We just need the ability to, you know, really be able to test our stuff before it goes. Um, 
the, the actual game itself. Um, I'm liking the direction it's going. It's, it's slow. It's progressive. Um, I'm liking where the community's going, like Don Sibley bringing over um, the nature mod. They also brought over the expansion mod, which is on PC. Um, if you told me two years ago we get crossbows, it was a dream. Um, so, yeah, they're running a snail pace speed, but I would definitely like them to just keep going with um, the direction they're going, making small improvements, but they really need to sort out getting it right first time uh, on their um, updates because it's driving the community away. Right. That's probably... Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of people say that with console, especially if you run a server, because they don't have that experimental playground, a lot of times it's just like, surprise, update, server wipe, and, and you're, <laughs> you have no time to prepare. You're just like, great. Yeah, well, well, last update, as I said, they had they had a problem with the JSON files and they were duplicating consistently like the loot does. So every five minutes a new one would appear, a new one would appear. So with a trader that's got it, in, in, in console world, we don't have an auto trader. So we build places that you can you can go, you can drop your gear, you can select off the wall as if it was a real trader. Um, but then you had the problem when it was duplicating and people were updated their server, logged in, your server's laggy. Okay, it's laggy, it's update. You go to trader, your frame rate's one um, frame per second and you're stuck. So you log into another character to try and see what's going on and that character's in a trader and he's stuck. So then a player tries to get on and he can't trade and he can't do what he needs to do. And then all of a sudden, as you say, you got to wipe it. Now all this progress that he's done and all the time they're spent, both the owner and the player is now gone. So some people just go, and I'm out. I'm done. So... Yeah, the updates really need to come out perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they definitely need to give uh, server owners that use Nitrido because that's the god king of all your guys' game hosts. That's all uh, we got. <laughs> you guys need the ability to have a... Uh, even if you have to pay extra for it, have an ability to have an experimental branch. Um, yeah. You know, or do it for free. I mean, I think that would be totally reasonable for BI to offer... Like, okay, guys, you have 10 free experimental servers you can run. First one grabs it, is up. Like, that's it. That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, that's it. Or give it to, yeah. you know, give give my community Trusted. one. You know right. what I mean? Because we, we, we'd, we'd, be we'd be happy just to sit there and share it and just work out our stuff. You know what I mean? Well, There's, yeah. You're 100% right about that because, honestly, the JSON thing isn't something official would have foreseen because... It's easy to tell people who play on PC that, oh, all my mods broke, oh, BI sucks. Well, I'm sorry, you use mods. But on console, no, you use all the vanilla systems given to you. So there is no way to blame the person for modifying or using the code that's given to them. So yeah, yeah I totally agree. An experimental server would help BI narrow down a lot of these problems. Has anybody actually ever opened a, uh, a feedback tracker ticket suggesting these? I think they've got a petition going. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I think they've got a they've got a petition going. They've got a couple of petitions. One for to try and get some, you know, more people in the market means a better market. 
So give us a couple of providers. Let them let them give better service because they're not the dominance. Um, we talk about service all the time with Nitrado on the podcast, and I get different feedback. Some people have had terrible ex- experiences. Some people have good experience. So it's very it's very hard to judge how they go. I, I've had a, a mediocre experience with them. I I, I had a problem where um, I tried to upgrade a server or, or prolong a server, and it basically bought me a new one for some reason. Um, so I had all of a sudden, and now I've got another server. I just mailed them. They just transferred the time over and deleted the one they had. So, you know, I've had pretty good service with them, but a better market would be a lot better to have a lot more competition. Not only totally that, but if you that. really, if you really get down to how game design works and, you know, through my going to school and just learning how these, you know, test bed servers or experimental servers work, Xbox would be ideal for it. Just have a few servers that people could join, give larger communities their own, because that'll, again, help that retention rate of console players. But everybody has similar hardware, whether it's the Series S or the Series X. It's not like there's hundreds of different kinds of computers and that you're dealing with mod conflicts. Like Dumpgrass said, there's not really any mod concerns the amount of data that they would be able to collect from crashes teleporting players and and all those things would just make refining the patches easier but also give server owners who have custom maps uh, or maps that they've added to at least some foresight on some issues that they had run into i will say this before we circle back to actually talking about you greedy and this is more yep. directed at the bi devs if they actually are listening yep. uh bi last uh last year when you put out your yearly review you said console was overwhelming in num- um overwhelming the pc numbers by almost 30 percent more players so look to where your players are and maybe work on that a little bit more because if console is your guys's bread and butter Maybe PC and Xbox need equal love, or maybe Xbox needs more love in this regard. But let's go ahead and move back over to you personally, Greedy, about your endeavors with the Xbox community past this. So we've talked about kind of your start, going from Minecraft to Some Days to Die to DayZ to your wife using you as manual labor in Minecraft (laughs) again, and your faction days. Um, But... We also briefly touched about upon your podcast, but I'm actually interested. What was your first time streaming like from Xbox? How did it feel? Was it fun? Exciting? Did you just want to chuck the Xbox across the room? I was nervous as I was nervous as bugger. I think it took me I think it took me three days to actually jump into it. So I had it planned. I didn't have any community or anything at that stage. I was just more of, um, all right, let's 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 do this. I, I had I had an idea of where I wanted to go and how I wanted to do it, but I had yeah, I had no I had no idea. It was, and I was waiting because at that stage, you know, Xbox was not very good and it copped a lot of slack and i copped a lot of slack at the beginning you know what are you doing get on pc get on pc get on pc um so i i think i think the the first day i was real hyped and wondered what i copped and we had a few people from from the community coming in and people who i knew already 
um, coming in, but yeah, I was nervous as I was. Oh, and that, that's that's awesome. That's so awesome. Now, what actually made you? Because you were telling people to go to PC, you were telling people were telling you to, that PC was the future. You're never going to make it there, as you've told us in our questionnaire. What cemented you wanting to be a streamer for Xbox? What was the final nail in the coffin that went, I want to be here and I'm sticking here, guys? So, it's what made me really start to want to get into streaming DayZ. Um, it was, you know, a big point of, A, I'm stubborn, so if you can't tell me I can't do something, I'm going to show it. It was an open market because no one wanted to be on it. And there was no love for <clears throat> any of the the servers or anything like that, that or the community that was out there. And when I was told that, see, I came from a, a community, I went from factions to a server and I stayed in that little server zone and made my own servers and didn't even peer out to anyone else. I just made my advertisements like I did when I was uh, promoting my faction, I made my same advertisements that I did when I was uh, doing a server. So when I finally had enough of dealing with, you know, the community server side of it and everything an owner needs to, you know, deals with the, the dramas and stuff, I went, I've had enough, no more. That's when I decided to venture out into the community. Um, I saw some absolutely fantastic servers that just made mine look like it was worse than vanilla um and i was i was super impressed and one of the things that i couldn't find when i was looking for streamers is anyone on xbox to advertise my server to come you know because pc you could see the popularity servers the streamers go onto a server server gets popular the more streamers on that server the more server that's going to get popular day one's a good example of it um so once I eventually jumped in, it was all about showing the world what the Xbox community could do. I was out to prove that Xbox had value. The game I love, the game I, I cherish, the game I'd spent the last two and a half years of having the absolute best time in my life and finding the absolute wickedest friends. I wanted to show off that that's, this is what it's about. It's not a it's not about the game, it's not about the graphics, it's not about the glitch, it's it's about the community. It's about your friends. Very well done. Very well worded too. Mm. <laughs> I love it. That was very awesome. Now, I have to congratulate you, Greedy, and I think everyone in chat should do as well. You actually just hit a milestone. Did you oh, not? Yeah. Thank, thank you everyone who's been a part of it. For the last... It's got to be at least over 12 months, maybe a little bit longer, maybe 18 months. I, ha I set a goal for myself when I first, after I established myself as a streamer and established a community, I established a, a DayZ community, should I say. I established a goal to myself. I said, I'm going to get 1,000 1, people following me on TikTok, on YouTube and uh, Twitch. Um, on the weekend, last weekend, we got it. And it was, it's been the best thing. I mean, I still can't get over it. Um, yeah, 100%. I, I walked into work that day and nothing could touch me. Um, 
yeah, it's it, it's been a real, real drive for it, but it's been what's been driving me. It's what keeps me pumping videos out. It's what, you know, it keeps me, you know, streaming. It keeps those 42-hour streams. It keeps those those oh things God. that I really love. That was yeah. a hell of a stream, buddy. 42 <laughs> hours straight. And you did your podcast at the end of it? Wow. Yeah. I, 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 I checked in every couple hours on you because I was worried. Yep, yep. You definitely, you were a legend. You were also some of the inspiration that kept me going because you were checking in every hour. I'm like, yep, I'm going to keep going because he's going to be back. <laughs> um, yeah, 40, 42 hours. Um, celebration of our milestone for 1500 followers on uh, Twitch. Um, I do it every time. I really, really enjoy it. I like pushing myself. Um, I slept for like 16 hours straight afterwards. Um, yeah. I'm still, hey. I'm still going through the footage. I did a, I did a spotlight stream through it where I reviewed a server. I did the podcast in the last two hours where I sat down and, 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 and pulled a two hour podcast. Uh, 2.5K, I'm going to do a 48-hour stream. And I think that's where I'll, I'll leave the numbers. You know, my, I, I, I my favorite so. thing about that, when Dumbgraw was watching it, he's like, yo, you got to check out Grady Peasant. He's just doing this huge stream. I can't believe he's still going. Well, Dumbgraw has this beautiful habit of giving me a wake-up call, like a good morning, sweetie, in the morning. He messaged that to me in the morning. Meanwhile, I'm like, Okay, okay, I'm, I'm going back to bed, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I had oh, the community sleeping for me. There you go. Oh, there you, you know, go. there's some, though, when you, whenever you do a really long stream, because I think the longest stream I've ever done is about 18 hours, uh, there comes a point where you get that second surge of energy. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could do this. And then you're like, oh, oh I'm totally amped up. And, and chat really hypes you up. And it's yep. kind of that... It's a, it's a cycle. You feed into chat, they feed into you. You feed into chat, they feed into you. And I remember looking at my stream timer going, nine hours? Oh, how am I going to do this? And then I looked over and I'm like, 18 hours? Bro, it's 4 a.m. I got to get home. My wife is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it's yeah. just so cool that you were able to accomplish that 42-hour stream and accomplish those goals that you wanted to it's amazing that yeah. you were able to do it in the timeline or in this amount of time folks do not forget down below in our description is every single one of this man's links if you like what we're talking about go give him a follow like lick whatever it is i don't know everything nowadays That's but it, uh he's almost on every platform <laughs> but <laughs> You aren't just a streamer you did mention you use server spotlights as well now don't you yeah how did that get about uh that's what i started on i i started with i advertised you know i was advertising servers and that i wanted to give a a player's perspective of what a server is like and and that was mainly at uh aimed at you know that whole stubbornness of no look at the server um, I started with, I think when I first kicked it off, I started with a list of 40 servers. Um, and the spotlight is simply me on a server as a player showing you what it's like, what the community's like, uh, showing you what the places are like, 
Um, a picture tells a thousand words. Sometimes you can't get that in an advertisement. Sometimes you can't get that in um, what 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 the actual service about. Um, and that, that it started off with uh, server reviews. There was no review to it. There was it was more of a fact of I'd go and show you the good things about the server, um, and that that just had a change of word into spotlight because. I don't want to. I don't want to hate on anyone's gear. If you have an idea and you have a passion and you hire a server and you code and you sit and you do all the work and that's your vision, who am I to who, who am I to hate on it? Who am I to judge it? Um, all I want to do is go jump in your server, meet your community, meet your meet your factions, show me your trader, show me the cool stuff, the wow factors. Um, yeah. That's that's what spotlights are about now. Now, I just want to clarify one thing. You said advertisements. You actually don't take money to actually look at these servers and play on them. You just do it because you want to show them off, correct? No, I, I don't. I don't even take. I say to my, all my owners, if you don't want to put me, if you don't want to even tag the video, if you don't want to even show me that I'm on your server, don't. If, if you're afraid that having my YouTube or having my Twitch or having a, another access for people to see other servers is going to make you feel that, you know, there could be a compromise. Don't, I, I don't, I, I don't do it for the fact of clout. I don't do it for the fact of, I don't want cash for it. I don't, I've had, a, I've had a lot of people offer me money. I don't want money for it. Um, I don't want what seven days to die did. I don't want, the player base get to the point where they say, is it worth it? I want yeah. the game to, I love the game. It's great. You know, you can do whatever you want. It's a multitude sandbox and I don't want it to disappear. And, you know, that's such a good point that you bring up too, because I know in one of our previous episodes of the podcast, one of the hot takes that Red Falcon had was on the mod that basically takes that uh, up game and puts it into Daisy. I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Didn't think anything else of it. Immediately, my brain was like, oh, so this is a PC thing. This is kind of dope. I definitely want to check it out. But after reviewing your YouTube channel, I got buried in just a wealth of you doing the Grand Prix. That was hilarious. <laughs> yep. That was amazing. Um, yep, Anybody who has any uh, doubts, it's so yeah. good. Uh, and then you had the same up map but it was slightly altered for Xbox. Yeah, we don't have all the files, yep. But at the same time, it was so good to watch. And it was like a parkour masterpiece. And it being Xbox without the bloat of all those mods lagging down the server, I I just thought that's genius, especially in a parkour map like that. And yeah, I wouldn't well, have known half that stuff until I saw it. Yeah, well, Don Sibley, once again, he needs a big shout out because he's the one who brought the addiction of only up to console um, for anyone who wants to um, um, file their addiction <laughs> um, um, uh, disagreements. Uh, that's where to go, Mr. <laughs> Don Sibley's server. Um, the curse. You owe me five broken bales. controllers. Yeah. Sir. Oh, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, I, I was on there. I think I was on there. I was on there yesterday. Um, uh, the new name for these things are called higgledy piggledies. It's just a bunch <laughs> of. It's after the the first plane before you get to the hay bales with all the cane on it. Yeah, I didn't get past them. 
No, I got to the hay bales once and fell off. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that have a lot of addictions for that game. It's cool, but oh, frustrating. Oh, frustrating. I, I was, <laughs> when I saw that, I was telling my son, I'm like, I know you're not a DayZ fan, but we got to try. We got to try only up DayZ. It's so good. But then I thought about it and I'm like, maybe I need to go see if there's a wrist strap for the controllers, <laughs> yeah. like, like the old Nintendo Wii wrist straps, because I'm yeah. sorry, I love my controller. I collect all the really pretty controllers. That's my thing with the Xbox, yep. but I could hear the plastic. I mean, I the only time I've ever gotten that mad at an Xbox game was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I yep. could hear oh the plastic groaning. I'm like, you know what? This is exactly what I wanted. Misery in a daisy package. I got yeah, well, it. I I've probably got some stress marks on my controller itself, <laughs> you know, where the plastic turns a little white. The seams are starting to, yeah, it's getting a little creaky, but oh. oh my gosh. Fun idea, Greedy. If you ever buy a new controller, you should compare, do like a comparison between the two. <laughs> <laughs> and be yes. like, this is what an Xbox player looks like. And you know where the comparison will most likely be? The newer Xbox controllers have that lovely texture in the handles, you know, right at the bottom. Yeah. I imagine after playing only up on Daisy for a few runs, those are gone. It's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It's quite bold. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for using the B word. Really appreciate it. Super appreciate it. Hey, hey, the receding lines are kicking in as well. I I hear (laughs) you. I hear. <laughs> oh, you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's it. Um, <laughs> hey, dumb. You know, no. Talk, <laughs> no. Well, I'd be that way. I see how you are. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't want you to like pick and choose your best servers, but what server in your spotlights was just like, what the F? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, it, it wasn't a spotlight. It was, I got wind of a server. And, you know, being in the network and stuff, you get DMs all the time. Try this, try that. And and the bruv gave it to me. Um, Smiley's got a gun. She said, you got to try this server, eh? And it's called, it's called 123 Zubcastle. This person has made a theme park out of Zubcastle. Oh. To the point where you go into Alice in Wonderland and there's masks all over the walls and there's books and, yeah, the the, the detail. Like, I, I don't code well. I don't build stuff on DayZ Editor well, <laughs> which we'll say it <laughs> like that. Um, so I take a great appreciation for all the detail that it puts in. This person put this person put in some hectic detail one two three subcastle you can look it up on any of the console communities there are zeds around get pull in get yourself a crossbow there's the indiana jones ride there's an alice in wonderland ride um you can even have a look at the vod i'm still got the video coming out of it but that was probably the most whoa especially when you step into alice in wonderland you are in alice in wonderland that is so cool. That is yeah. actually really interesting. I, I, I'll make sure you ta- uh, uh, post that to me. I would love to see that. Yep. Because uh, it'd be awesome. Uh, now, I, I do want to talk more about your other things that you do for the community in the Xbox world. 
You also brag that you guys have brought the community together in your Discord with over 150 plus servers and over 100 plus server owners in one community chat. Did mention yep. this before, but go ahead and tell people what your Discord is like. What, what, what's it like first going in, and what do you guys do <laughs> into the server owners and stuff like that? What, what does it take to allow yourself to be advertised? Is it difficult? Applications? What? Um, well, when you when you first get in, you you as a as anybody, you will be overwhelmed. There are there are a lot of channels. Our top sections we have uh, obviously a server index. Um, so to get on the server, there is no we don't there's no um, form. You just I DM everything. I'm a personal bloke. I don't. I don't do massive amounts of forms. I, you, you type set up and it says um, DM greedy, your server name and stuff like that. And then I develop a conversation with them. And we have a chat and we talk about the stuff and what it is. It doesn't matter if your server, if, if you decided you want to put a big can of beans, if that's what you believe it is, that's what will go in. And you get yourself a channel. Uh, from the channel yourself, you get full control. So you put your your pics, your description, your videos, your Discord links that don't expire. Um, from there, I have a channel that says "Ready for Spotlight." When you're ready, and you say my server's okay, you drop your channel hashtag in there, um, and we book you in a day. Um, it's that's nice. Yeah, there's no. I, it's I a don't very like personal experience, huh? Yeah, I, I do like. I like to get one on one with people. I like to talk to them because I like to feel people out when it comes to how they talk. Um, I, I find when it comes to tickets and stuff like that, it becomes more of a business. I'm more of a. It's welcome to my community. Welcome to my home. Um, but yeah, from there. Um, once they've done what they need to do and, and get their spotlight, um, I, I don't do toxic. Um, from I know what toxic is. I know how people bait people. Um, there is a large amounts of warning. If you put the pitchfork in there, it's don't take server drama here. This is not a hub for you to air your shit. Uh, part of my language. Um, um, it's more. It's more of the fact of I've kicked major servers out. I don't mind kicking people out. I am, uh, if you want to act like a child, I'll treat you like a child. Um, uh, I don't like so, anything to do. Yeah, it, it, it's strict when it comes to you're it. You're easy to get along with, but you're not a pushover. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I don't don't mess with the peasant when he's got his pitchfork pointed at you if that's how it's probably the best way to put it <laughs> now it's really to be honest i've been up. snooping around the discord channel during our uh interview here and i totally see what you mean by just looking at it and even just posting a simple hello because i know a lot of daisy servers especially being a hub to connect you to other X, like daisy servers within a discord there's it almost feels like you're going to a gaming con like you got to buy a ticket you got to apply you got to state your you know intent this feels so much like going into a comic book shop if you're interested in comic books and yeah. just seeing other people who are interested in comic books and being able to connect with what genre you want to you just go associate yourself with a group no hoops yep. to jump through and it's nope. it feels laid back but it's structured in a way that it passively says we we do have rules here 
and their common sense. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. And a big shout out to Teabag, my administrator. Um, oh. He, he, he sets up Teabag from uh, Madness Daisy, uh, also from Custom Daisy Services. Just chucking some plugs there. Um, he's been with me from uh, about about just over 12 months now. Before that was Sol from Agro uh, PVP. Um I, I don't I don't mix with Soul anymore. We had a falling out and decided to go separate ways. Um, no worries. Yeah, that's that happens. Um, and then I, we got involved with Teabag. Uh, Teabag um, is an absolute legend. He sets up a Carlbot like nothing else. Uh, even even the amount of server information you can find in there. Um, uh, Y'all might not be able to see it because he's only a player, but I'll, I'll give you guys the. The permissions and you guys can if you want to go through my life yeah you, you sorry you get you get uh <laughs> below peasantry <laughs> oh uh, I think, man uh, i'm a thrall uh, that's it you, you need to learn how to make uh you get work, your pitchfork skills up and your fo- and your <laughs> and your torch skills up uh but i think dumgra can see it um in 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 the owner side of it there's a lot of educational stuff if you need to know something you can just put in a quick a quick command and it'll give you a rundown um, of exactly what it is. It's connected. Yeah, and a lot of people get into it. Yeah. I, I only, only see people use it because I'll be honest, when I first got my rolls and perms, it literally looked like someone threw up, but once I started exploring, <laughs> it looked a lot better. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> it's kind of like no, listening to. Sure. Uh, it's kind of like listening to Dump explain life is futile to new players. Uh, a lot of word spaghetti. It makes sense. There's a reason for it. Yeah. But it is a lot of upfront word spaghetti. Yeah, it's like a slap in the face with a cold fish. Um, especially when I dumped it all on Dump. I've heard yeah. that in forever. Oh, I know. I... Mm, man. <laughs> I love it. I love I got it. My idiosms oh, coming man. back. That's it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's really cool you have this Discord for all the server owners and players to find servers, explore, spotlights. But you also have an additional thing there. It's about your podcast and how you select podcast guests. How does that work? Um, we don't mind who comes on the on the channel. Um, first of all, you have to have, uh, for, for initial, just want to jump on and we'll book you in. You have to have a rep behind you. And what do I mean by rep? Like you have to have ties to a server. You have to have a streaming channel. Uh, you have to have a coding, you know, a coding name out there. Those people like that, uh, come on, get involved. Because if you want to act like a goose, it's you who gets looks like a goose. Um, players, on the other hand, we we encourage them to come into chat. I talk to them a lot off in um, um, off. Uh, camera in DMs and stuff like that, get to know who they are. Occasionally, like with Only Up, where you get a good server like that, you can actually jump in and get to know these players quite well, see how they are on server. Um, our first guest on it, I'd never met him before. I'd only talked to him offline. It, he, he was a fan on YouTube. Um, we merged and met um, in server. He, he came on and, and put out a lot of information. Players are probably the best they're the frontline troops. They're the ones playing the, the community servers and official. So if you've got something behind you and you've got an Xbox, 
uh, DM me. Once again, we do it personally. Um, let me know. We, we do have a channel to say, hey, I want to be a guest. And we also have a channel to say, hey, I want the, I want this question asked. That's awesome. So yeah, definitely really cool that you have a place where people can request to be a guest on your show, not only with uh, your friend uh, Smiley or co-host Smiley Got Gun uh, looking for them, but also for them to suggest themselves or other people. But also the fact that you're willing to allow players to ask questions before the show even starts. I actually like that idea overall. It's, uh, it's very genuine, it is what it feels like to me. But yeah, it does bring us... No, you go. No, no, you go. Uh, well, this is a four-way no. stop. You go. It's <laughs> okay, a four-way stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll let Red Falcon go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, having those, having people the ability just to get on and, you know, to have that community feel is 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 what it's all about when it comes to the podcast you're sitting around a fire with a bunch of people uh whether it's in you know in game whether you're you know sitting at home with your friends sitting around a fire you know what the atmosphere is like so we don't mind who comes on we don't even mind players uh, and also the questions beforehand are always key because you know sometimes when you're doing podcasts and like i take care of all the questions and stuff like that Thinking of questions and stuff like that, it's very hard to think about what pla- what the viewers want to hear and what their concerns oh, are, what their what he calls are. So, yeah, open the boards up. We even have a question time halfway through the show if anyone wants to drop questions. Oh, definitely, that's very awesome. But tell us more about the podcast uh, overall. Like, what actually made you start the podcast when you already have this amazing community already built? Was it just kind of like the icing on the topping or was it deeper than that? Uh, It's a little bit deeper than that. So on a spotlight, you can only really show off and talk about one server on, you know, when you jump into the server, you're only in with one server and hearing difference of opinions and hearing the conversations that happened a lot in our owners chat, you know, and talking to streamers and their different opinions it's what helped inspire the podcast because you know now we can like we we'll have three or four owners on we'll have an owner a streamer a coder uh, a lot of time it's networking them together um a lot of people don't know other people's servers uh the player community isn't that well um around all server news um, that it doesn't get advertised out about what's going on. So, you know, when you could bring three servers to, and their owner to come in and you as a viewer can feel the passion from them, um, you can hear what their server's all about, not just read and assess what it is. Um, I think that was the, the biggest thing about it was just spreading more uh, more love to the community. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I think that's crucial because, like, honestly, I, when Dump first recommended your channel, I've been watching your YouTube for a bit, and I'm hooked. But at the same <laughs> time, even though I got to see you from a podcast host point of view with all of your group, seeing you here in an interview too, it just shows that it is genuine. It's genuine contact, and I really feel like your yeah. podcasts. I live out in the woods. So our idea of a good time is starting a bonfire and throwing back a few beers. 
I got the feeling that that was the podcast, that that's the point of it. Yep. That's all it is. And you we know, even supply our guests with beers. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. You know, Yarl would be perfect for it. Uh, Yarl, we'll show them your, uh, your green screen setup. Oh, <laughs> I will 100% do that because that's going to be pictures. Uh, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> uh, how, to, how to look like a professional streamer for under $50. That's it. <laughs> uh, it's not about the price. It's the outcome. Uh, yes, it, it, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. But I got a, I got a backlight here be held up with a two by four, you know, tell you what. <laughs> He showed it to me, folks. I was laughing, but I was laughing because I was so happy to see ingen ingenuity. Because I think Jeff Foxworthy said it right. Rednecks aren't stupid. They're just the glorious absence of sophistication. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling me a redneck. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, just so you know, but, Greedy, a good that, one that. that's American version of Bogans. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm well, I'm well educated when it comes to the um, insults of other nations now, <laughs> <laughs> even in different language. <laughs> oh, oh, let's see. We oh. got a uh, thing from X Warden X. I'm late. I know. But the boonie man has finally arrived. You put that uh, red boonie away, sir. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Warden himself. Uh, if he's got his boonie on, just watch out. He's got God mode on. Oh, okay. I I'll be careful. I saw one of the podcasts. He had it in his hand. He was, like, flirting with the rules a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, that was um, ADKQ who had uh, recently killed the god. And was just oh, had so his hat in his hand. Of, okay. Mm, got yeah. it. That's also awesome. there's that's, always banter. That's, that's evil. <laughs> oh man. But we've asked you a ton of questions. What do you want to talk about? Like, do you have anything that you actually wish to debate or even discuss? Um, probably the biggest thing that I think in the DayZ community that's coming up is actually happening on September 10th. So, uh, one of the server owners and streamers, uh, GDS Queen, um, big passionate about mental health and suicide awareness and stuff, has organized a, uh, I suppose it's more of like a charity day of, you know, you know, getting that word out about, you know, suicide awareness and mental health and stuff like that. Um, even people from PC, I think Gecko Fish is getting involved uh, and a few other streamers, she's getting involved with that. Uh, we at the podcast are going to do a whole segment about it on the day. Uh, and we're also doing a um, triathlon, a Daisy triathlon. Um, so... As we like to do on the podcast, we like to take things and make Daisy change a little. So the Daisy Triathlon is a event where we're going to have a serve full of 50 people. Uh, it starts up Savet, you swim across, jump into trucks, drive down to uh, Scowl Island, swim around Scowl Island, into Humvees, down to the far corner of the map where the little tents are, uh, and then run diagonally through the map. Uh, we say, come suffer for those who suffer in silence. Um, it's probably one of the major events that it's the first time I've ever done anything when it came to the charity and to charities and stuff like that. So um, they're looking at, um, she's looking at streaming for like 12 days. She's going to be the main flagship. 
we'll be we'll be sponsoring it with the server and organizing the the um, the coding for it and organizing the event and of course what we do in um, in the podcast. So that's going to be absolutely wicked. Well, that sounds amazing, Brady. Are you gonna, you're going to be retweeting about it and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you see, if you're on um, Twitter, definitely hit us up. Uh, Jenny has Queen as well. She'll be tweeting about it too. She just um, and, and the discords. You can jump into mine Discord. You can find hers. Um, you can get into the console called Discord, which is where all the community sits. Um, so yeah, you can get you can know what's going on, and we'll be talking about it quite often on the podcast. We mention it's happening, it's going on. So it's for a great cause. It's going to be absolutely wicked. You know, a little bit of awareness for the community. We all know what it's like to, you know, either know somebody or ourselves suffer with mental illness and and suicide awareness yeah. and stuff. So reach out to your fellow man. Come for a run. Come laugh. Carry on. It's it's not going to be anything serious. If you want to come and do the full race and. And, you know, be first to finish. No problems at all with that, 100%. If you want to come and grab and dress up in stupid outfits and, you know, laugh and carry on with your mates on the way down, that's what we're all about. It's all about just having fun and, you know, spending the next couple of hours just running around and swimming on the map. Yeah, and that is absolutely amazing. Folks, keep an eye on the, his socials and the people he actually follows and works with and their uh, streams and videos for that kind of information. We also on the State Survival very highly value mental health, and we will also be trying our best to retweet it or talk about it if we can to help promote that event and just the awareness overall. But overall, folks, this has been The Greedy Peasant, our first ever guest, and what a hell of a guest he was. Like, I mean, honestly, this was amazing, Rudy. I, I'm so happy that you were able to come here, and I'm so happy you were our first. As We, oh, we are deeply that. honored. <laughs> deeply honored. We'll, we'll always remember this moment. <laughs> it's special between us three guys. <laughs> uh, four. Four. My apologies. Forget you, <laughs> Mr. Red. Well, let's go ahead and talk to Dave. Dave has been out in the community talking to folks and trying to get some feedback overall. Dave, what do you got for us? Hey, I don't know why it keeps coming. Listen, I'm not going to translate for Dave anymore. You know, you and I, he and I have an adverse working relationship. You know what? Fine. Fine. Chill it, Fine. Dave. Chill it, Dave. Greedy, what's the, what's the, what is Dave saying? Um, he's just saying that, um, you know, the weather's not too bad out here. Um, it hasn't rained for the last five minutes. Um, and, and for everyone out there, if, if you are out and about and see him doing the broadcast, could you stop running nude past the camera? Okay. This is the problem, Dave. Freshies, okay, keep your clothes on. We we did not hire Dave to be the weatherman. This is why he and I have such a harsh working environment. We need real news. Don't call me that. Uh, I've been called worse. Ladies That's and gentlemen, uh, it, it has been an awesome time with the Greek peasant. If folks wish to leave comments down below talking about the greedy peasant the cool things he does 
leaving likes, even asking questions. I'm sure he may check back in on this or whatever. But the more attention you bring to this, the more attention you bring to the greedy peasant. Because as we said in the very beginning, our entire episodes are about our guests and promoting them. So make sure you check out all the socials in our description. And let's go ahead and take a look at what we're going to be doing for next week. Yarl, do we have any ideas? Yes, actually, next week, I think we're going to be revisiting Project Zomboid because we've had some news come out on the Thursboids. And uh, I'm kind of looking into playing it a little bit while we theory cast on the upcoming events because the end of the year is coming and it looks like Build 42 is on the horizon. It may still be two or three months out, but I'm very excited. Very excited. That is that's very awesome. I look forward to that. And folks, thank you very much for coming here and watching our first guest spotlight on the Greedy Peasant. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you for coming by and watching our show today. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. We really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to check out Yarl of Goats on Twitch when he is live and Red Falcon and his amazing work in the community. Without these two, the show would not be the same. I hope you all have a wonderful day.